0: Oh. <laughs> With Jason Edgar I am your host for the next hour Excited to be joining you live Thursday, January 23rd, 2020 Like is that even the date? I am just so discombobulated After these long Thursdays I'm not even sure Is it January? Is it September? I'm not quite for sure I <laughs> All Topics is broadcast live On 99.1 FM WZQC The Q I know that for a fact Follow or DM on Twitter or Instagram at the Jedger. We all know I'm not on Facebook, right? Follow, share, download the show at oopsalltopics.podbean.com. And subscribe and review on Apple Podcast. And finally, the views and opinions of this show are not the views of Morton College or Morton College Radio. In case they have their own dad advice. Yeah, that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be giving some new dad advice because today... It's Frankie's birthday Happy birthday Frankie He's a year old 365 days Do you know how many, you know how many days old you are? It's probably a lot <laughs> So what does that mean? We're not just going to talk about Frankie all day You don't know who he is What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you all the advice That I would give new dads out there In a featured segment I'm calling New Dad Advice But before we get to that we got some errors and omissions Um in the show last week, I brought up the name Cocaine Mitch when I'm talking about Mitch McConnell, and I just brought that up randomly. If you don't know what that means, um, uh, Mitch McConnell in the past has been connected. Like there was like a party on one of his boats. Like I guess he has a boat, or there was a boat that was registered to Mitch McConnell. It's not a meant to be like an elitist kind of type, kind of thing, but. I digress. Well, anyways, I guess there was some cocaine usage on that boat, or they were, there was, like, a lot of cocaine on this boat. Mitch McConnell wasn't on it, so to speak, the Senate Majority Leader for the Republicans. Uh, but that created the moniker Cocaine Mitch, and so sometimes I just bring that up and forget maybe the listeners don't know what I'm talking about. He also goes by Moscow Mitch and Midnight Mitch because he wants to make the... Um, the impeachment hearings In uh, prime time Also uh, error Mission, omission uh, I have yet to see Star Wars I thought I said I was going to over like six weeks ago I still haven't seen it and honestly I don't know if I'm going to You know I, I didn't watch the final season Of Orange is the New Black and I don't know if I'm going to Watch this final Star Wars movie I got wrapped up in Mandalorian I'll give you my Mandalorian take later on Not today, but in later episodes. I think it's a cute show, but I'm not quite so sure it's like my age level because the plot is very simple. Like, just protect the baby, right? This super BA Mandalorian guy has to protect a little baby Yoda. Oh, you're not supposed to call it baby Yoda, though. You're supposed to call it the child. Or the director will haunt you in your dreams. And then last but not least, a list of upcoming episodes. Like I said, today we're going to talk about new dad advice. Uh, next week, uh, my last uh, podcast where I'll actually have a Facebook, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really be pushing this one. Uh, I'm going to be doing a President Bernie Sanders thought experiment where I'm going to go through every single aspect of, of, of a Bernie Sanders presidency and uh, just see what happens. Uh, and then this one's I've been kind of cooking up a while, but also that same week we may have an interview. But uh, I'm thinking about giving my list of best podcast, a podcast about podcasts, so to speak. But also there is another uh, student that has a um, Not another student A student on campus That has his own radio show And I think we're going to do some sort of A cross pollination Oops all topics slash his show And just kind of have an interview show Between the two of us So stay tuned I'm really excited about that Bernie Sanders episode That's going to be maybe next week So anyways Let's move on to current events I might even live Instagram this I'm not quite sure I've never done it before uh, but anyways, I wanted to start off with something that is always, like, huge pop news, but I don't really follow it that much, and that is the, um, the royal split. <laughs> Sounds like a dessert, right? No, but anyways, have you been fascinated with this Prince Harry and Meghan uh, Markle, or is she the, dus- the not the Dussex, the Duke of Sussex or whatever? Anyways, um, for the first time, like, ever, these royals are saying that they don't want to be royal anymore. And Everyone thinks it's like a big deal But I honestly can see this coming Alright For starters um, Do you know that Americans Like do all this British stuff And they love this British stuff more than the actual Brits You know like whenever I hear interviews With like John Oliver or Ricky Gervais Like they're never They don't care about the royal family It almost seems like it's kind of like this thing That only the uh only Americans actually like, Care about even though it's like overseas uh, But here's the thing um, Like he doesn't want to be a part of that anymore And uh, if you know Anything about his family history Like he's he, his, The paparazzi chasing him And chasing his family is what ended up Like you know, killing his mother Like paparazzi were chasing Princess Di Through that French tunnel and then You know we have a car accident that Literally kills a a royal And he's seeing the same exact thing With the amount of people that are uh, Following him and Meghan Markle Around and like He's just tired of it like he has a kid now And I even read an article uh, About him and baby Archie He named his his son after my cat apparently Um, Where he's like I want to do what's best for my family And I couldn't agree more Like now that I have had a child and uh, Yeah look at the connection here uh, the reason he's doing this, Prince Harry Dad news, is because he's trying to get his, his kid And his and his wife, whom he loves, out of the way uh, If you are one of these royals like The paparazzi just follows you around And almost to the point, like, like stalks you to a point It leads me to one of my favorite words to describe this And that's archaic Like, folks It's 2020 We have presidents and we have prime ministers We don't need kings and queens, okay Do you know what kings and queens gets you? Game of Thrones, that's what it gives you Okay, and you see what happens there There's beheadings uh, People are killed while they're You know, they're trying to hunt hogs Like it's so silly Like no other country does this Or at least any other country that we deem respectable, right? And what do they even do? It's almost like they just take pictures You know? <clears throat> I think they serve in the military All the royals do But again, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure <coughs> On, like a lot of what they do actually in the military is it like just one year and I think that's good I, th- I think members of Congress should be in the military first you see a lot of veterans that are in the military really in the military a lot of veterans that are in Congress and their children I think that's totally cool because otherwise you'll get somebody like Donald Trump who's never been in the, been in the uh, military and he's running the military now and I have here like his mom like of course like I I cannot imagine what it would be like to lose my mother at age 10 like I just don't like if you know anything about me my mother raised me you know my dad split when I was five uh, we did I mean he did have some custody but it's not like he really wanted to uh, to see me very often anyways I you don't know bummer for him right but my mother was there and like she's like she's been a cornerstone of my life and, and still is to that effect it's like celebrating Frankie's birthday I want to make sure my mother is a part of that she even flew out to Los Angeles this weekend to do the baptism. Like, my mother is a part, of, an important part of my life. And you know who's never going to meet their grandmother, little baby Archie, because of the damn paparazzi chasing them all over, all over France. And if Prince Harry's like, I don't want this same thing to happen to my children, so I'm going to move to Canada, where like we're not going to be stalked as much. Good for him, because he lost his mother because of it. I, and I can't stress that enough. He just wants a normal life like everybody else. Right? We learned that two weeks ago. You know, he wants to decrease his suffering and increase his happiness. It's quite a Buddhist thing he's doing there. Now it's time for Oops! Impeachment. (laughs) Speaking of Trump. And... I'm, I'm really frustrated that they're having all these things In the middle of the day or even at night Because I haven't been able to watch any of them um, I he- All I see is like stuff on Google News So maybe you can call in Maybe you can call in and, and, and tell me Or not call in but send me an email saying what's going on uh, But there are a few notes I wanted to talk about uh, First of all the trial is up and going Sorry I'm doing some live Instagram stuff uh, he wrote a letter, apparently. He wrote a letter to the Senate saying, "Hey, this is ridiculous. We're not going to uh, participate in the impeachment. Like <laughs> he, uh, he tried to get it withdrawn, right? Then he tried to say, like, just throw them out, throw out the articles of impeachment that were voted on by the House of by the House of Representatives. and here here's the big thing, and it's been a big thing for about a month now, and it's these witnesses. When the House of Representatives had were debating about the, uh, the, impeachment, uh, the impeachment inquiry, if you remember, um, they wanted to call certain witnesses, like Michael Bolton, Mick Mulvaney, Rick Perry, all these guys, and they wouldn't do it. And they are first-hand witnesses. Well, then you have Republicans saying, well, we're not going to do anything because there was no crime because no witnesses will come forward. Well, the reason they're not coming forward is because Trump is blocking them. All right, so now we get to the Senate, and the Senate is wanting to have new, wanting to vote on whether we should have new witnesses or not. So the, the, the Democrats are still willing to push witnesses. And um, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I think I do want to hear from people like Michael Bolton or Mick Mulvaney, but here's the thing Trump is just going to use executive privilege and say, no, you can't he- hear them. And here's another thing if Democrats call witnesses, that means Republicans are going to want to call witnesses, and they're probably going to want to call. Joe Biden or Hunter Biden Which I don't think any, either of these individuals Have anything to, anything to prove uh, Because everything About Joe and Hunter Biden has already been debunked It actually hurt Hunter's Career that Joe Biden did what he did Firing that uh, attorney uh, But overall you are not innocent If you don't provide witnesses Okay if Trump was so Innocent why doesn't he let these Witnesses testify that's my Only question What do you think Martin Luther King would think about all this? Like, didn't we have Martin Luther King Week this week. Hmm. I know who I know who I think Martin Luther King would line up with. Uh, th- that was my big thing this year. I, w- I kept I kept seeing things like Martin Luther King this and Martin Luther King that, as far as like quotations, and it all sounded like stuff like Bernie Sanders would be promoting. So, if you're pushing for Martin Luther King, then I think you're going to be voting for Bernie Sanders. Because some of the things that Trump does, like, I don't don't know if those are very Martin Luther King-esque. All these voting upon how long we're going to be speaking, if there's going to be a trial at all, if there's going to be witnesses. It really comes down to, like, four key Republicans that I think are considered swing Republicans. And the reason they say that is because... Either they're coming up in the next election, and they might be ousted by a liberal uh, for their Senate seat, or someone like Romney, who is just a genuine conservative and is looking at Trump and is being like, this guy's a criminal. So he's like, I'm going to vote against him if he's a freaking criminal. And so what Mitch McConnell's trying to do, the, the head of the Senate majority, is... Make it to where To get as little witnesses as possible As little discussion as possible And still have these four individuals Vote for it Because here's the thing If you're going to be supporting Trump During this testimony You're not considered credible He clearly committed a crime He clearly committed impeachable uh, uh, offenses So what Mitch is trying to do Is he's trying to make it to where These people can vote to support Trump But not actually be called a Trump supplicant but here's the thing, it doesn't matter what you do If you support Trump in this trial to remove him Then you're just a Trump supplicant And all you care about is his Trump Twitter Not calling you names So I'm looking forward to how Mitt Romney's going to vote And I'm, I'm interested in how Susan Collins is going to vote But I certainly don't think that she's going to be supporting uh, Democrats anytime soon You can't hang all of your hopes on Susan Collins Just because she's like a moderate senator because she leans Republican every single time she did during the Kavanaugh hearings, and she's doing it now. And then we have the next segment in current events where I call front runner, and nothing has changed much since last week. Um, I still think Bernie is the front runner. Uh, more people are attacking him. Um, I mean, and that again, that's that's the reason why he's the front runner because everyone is simply attacking. Who who attacking this week? Hillary Clinton. We are finally getting the moderates to come on board, and Warren and Bernie were finally talking on television they may not be shaking hands, and then Hillary comes in and just throws a big old bombshell on everything. So, no, Obama is not going to support Bernie Sanders, and neither is Hillary Clinton. But you know what? I don't think we need those endorsements. I'm saying we, like I'm the Bernie camp. Um, I would probably vote for Bernie out of all of these candidates, because I think he's the one that can actually win versus Trump. He has the best foreign policy record. Um... And so, I mean, that's who I'm going to vote for. It's not necessarily who I, who I would just set out for because I would vote for anybody. If Buttigieg is up there, if Warren is Bloomberg, uh, any of them, I'm going to vote for him. I'm not voting for Trump. Um, Bloomberg is in fourth place now, so he's the one that's just doing nothing but running advertisements and not being involved in the debate. He's fourth. Buttigieg is still in there, Warren and Biden. I really feel like one of those five is going to be your candidate. I don't think it's going to be, like, Delaney or, Klob- you know, Klobuchar might come close. But I honestly think she might be a vice presidential candidate. And last but not least, we have the road to the Super Bowl. The superb Owl. Nothing has changed much this week except um, we're just practicing for the Super Bowl, right? Like, we already had the winners of the games uh, last week. Um, it's going to be the 49ers and the Chiefs. Uh, I have here the Packers suck. Oh no, wait, we did see the games this weekend I don't really have much to say um, Like I said, I was in um, California over the weekend And we had the baptism on Saturday And then on Sunday we had nothing planned But I was at a house with a big screen And people that like to watch football So that's what we did But I remember thinking to myself These games are kind of, you know not Predictable, right? Like the the Chiefs were, were able to stop the Titans Like I thought they were going to be able to And uh, Patrick Mahomes had a good game It was never out of contention and then the Packers were just so terrible against the, the 49ers. Like, they were exposed. That is not a good football team. If Aaron Rodgers can't throw to Devontae Adams, he has nobody. He has someone named Lazard. What? He doesn't have a big name like Garoppolo does Like Kittle. Like, just drop that ball to Kittle. So, um, I will talk next week before the Super Bowl, and I'll have my Super Bowl pick. Um, right now, I think it might be the, the, the Chiefs, 27-24. And that's it. And in case you're just joining us, you're listening to Oops! All Topics with Jason Edgar. We just wrapped up our current event segment. Uh, Make sure that you are following, sharing, or downloading the show at oopsalltopics.podbean.com And you can also subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts. Sorry, I've had some long pauses today. I'm trying some new things with Instagram Live. I don't think ultimately it's going to work. But... That just means we get to move on to weird science. And there's not going to be a lot of dad science here, but I am going to talk a little bit about some baby science. Two of them, my own little musings, and one of them was a listener requested. So let's look at the first one, why babies bang their heads. (laughs) Oh, I must have read this in a cracked article somewhere Where it was like Six really weird ways to get high And uh <laughs> Don't ask me why I was reading it But one of the things that it talked about Was how babies actually get high And they're not smoking any of that Illinois weed that's legal on January 1st And they're not you know Doing anything that would be on Breaking Bad All they're doing Is banging their little head Tell me more Mr. Edgar Alright According to the Sleep Foundation, headbanging, a behavior where children repeatedly hit their heads against their mattress, pillow, crib, headboard, or even wall, can be worrying for parents to witness. Surprisingly, the seemingly painful bedtime and naptime habit may actually help children fall asleep. If your child is otherwise healthy, it's likely not something you should stress about. Understanding what it means can help alleviate concerns. So this is probably going to be on one of two levels. Either one, it's something that they can control. Like I can either bang my head or not. And trust me, at a little baby's age, there's not much that they're in control of. They're not even in control of their bowel movements. But one thing that they're in control is, well, I can bang my head on this crib or not. And you know what? That gives me a little bit of agency. But two, and this is the reason why I even brought this up, is because whenever you bang your head just a little bit, you can release... Serotonin Because you kind of hurt yourself right Or like it's either endorphins or serotonin And those endorphins run Directly to that spot And if it's just like a teeny tiny little head bang But you still release endorphins Well that's kind of like a way of getting you high Babies may start banging their heads Around 6 months of age And the behavior can last into childhood But most children drop the habit by age 5 Babies typically either lie face down Or sit upright while banging their heads And they may also rock their body back and forth At the same time Episodes of head banging can last as long as 15 minutes During which children may hit their head every once Every one or two seconds So they're doing this often Children often bang their heads just before going to sleep As well as during middle of the night awakenings Although the behavior looks anything but calming It's thought that the repetitive movement Soothes babies and actually helps them nod off So the sleep foundation Doesn't go into like the detail About like the endorphins being released Or anything like that but like, anything that you do that causes minimal harm to your body and then you're immediately, like, recovered, that's, like, exhilarating. Think about, like, a shower, like a hot shower that you get out of or it's just, it's so exhilarating right when you get out. Well, the reason for that is because you were just burning yourself with hot water and endorphins were sent to every piece of your skin that was affected by it. That's the reason why you feel so good and so refreshed after a shower is because all those endorphins are going all the way around you. So I wouldn't condone hitting your own head To releasing any endorphins Because it only works for babies Again it gets to a point with the babies Where it doesn't even work for them anymore And they stop doing it They can't get high anymore off banging their heads So that's pretty cool I thought Babies getting high New dad advice Okay Here's another one Not only are babies getting high But babies are killing you Oh, that's right, and the title of this article is That Babies Kill More People Than Terrorists This comes from The Guardian, February eleventh, two 2017 Shortly before leaving America for Britain After 12 years as a correspondent The relative of one of my son's friends Politely declined my invitation to visit in London I don't think I could go to Europe, she said (laughs) Sorry for the accent It doesn't seem safe Try as I might, I could not suppress my laugh My wife and children are African American I am British, we were living in Chicago The odds of you being shot dead here are far greater than of you being killed in a terrorist attack over there. The reality is that an American is at least twice as likely to be shot dead by a toddler than killed by a terrorist. In 2014, 88 Americans were shot dead on average every day. 58 killed by themselves, while 30 were murdered. In that same year, 18 Americans were killed by terrorist attacks in the U.S. Put more starkly, more Americans were killed by firearms roughly every five hours than were killed by terrorists in an entire year. It is unlikely that scrapping a rule requiring Extended background checks for gun purchases By some social security recipients Suffering from mental illness will improve the situation Okay, that's a little bit of editorializing Not on my part But all. But what I wanted to bring up here Is just the simple um, Death s- statistics That you shouldn't be scared Of terrorists You shouldn't be scared of radical Islamic fundamentalists You shouldn't even really be scared of like White supremacists that are going to shoot up a place you really should be scared of babies. Armed toddlers killed 21, kill 21 people annually. Here's who they beat. Islamic jihadist immigrants. There's only two a year. And honestly, that number should be zero. Because the last time I ever heard of a terrorist attack was, uh, was that, well, I think there was maybe one in an Arby base earlier this year, but also like in San Bernardino and obviously 9-11. But domestic terrorist attacks don't happen often Unless we account um, Mass shootings as domestic terrorism But as far as international terrorism It just doesn't happen Far right wing terrorists Account for only 5 And all Islamic jihadist terrorists Including US citizens 9 Armed toddlers kill more people than that So it's almost like Do you want to have a baby ban? Because we have a Muslim ban And in fact I think Donald Trump was wanting to add more More countries to it But do you know what he should add to that Babies This is the reason why I don't have a gun in the house I won't tell you where I live But it's because I don't want Frankie to grab that gun And shoot me Anything else I want to say about that Yeah That's it for that part Anything else Okay, so the last piece of uh the last piece of weird science I wanted to talk about was something that was listener requested by Aaron Scott Walker. Hey Aaron. Aaron lives in Tulsa. And he emailed me and said, Hey Jason, it's really weird. I eat my peas a certain way and so does my second uncle. <laughs> That's not all he said. He just said, like, isn't it weird how I have a particular trait and my mother says that her brother does that but she doesn't? And then he said something like, does the movie Twins, could that actually happen? Where like a certain twin gets a certain trait, where or another trait gets a certain twin, or so on and so forth. And so, that got me thinking. And come to think of it, there's a lot of reasons actually why this occurs. And, if Aaron was paying attention in math class, it all has to do with Punnett squares. So this comes from, inheritance of traits by offspring follows predictable rules. I'll get you the citation for that here in a minute. Uh, but here's some of the evidence. Genes come in different varieties, you know, like Levi, Strauss. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Genes come in different varieties called alleles. Somatic cells contain two alleles for every gene With one allele provided by each parent of an organism Often it is it impossible to determine Which two alleles of a gene Are present within an organism's chromosomes Based on solely on the outward appearance of the organism However, an allele that is hidden Or not expressed by an organism Can still be passed on to the organism's offspring And expressed in a later generation So what Aaron is asking is how this happens And it's easy, it is a hidden allele and this falls under Mendel's Principles of Inheritance Gregor Mendel was the first person to describe the manner In which traits are passed on from one generation to the next And sometimes skip generations Through his breeding experiments with pea plants Mendel established three principles of inheritance That described the transmission of genetic traits Before genes were ever discovered Mendel's insights greatly expanded scientists' understandings Of genetic inheritance And they also led to the development of new experimental methods So These hidden alleles Can actually skip generations And this is exactly what Aaron was talking about these alleles Were all imprinted On Aaron's grandfather Or grandmother And so they gave all those traits Certain traits to the uncle And to his aunts and to his mother But maybe they were hidden with the mother Even though the uncle got them Well they decided to be unhidden With Aaron's mother's offspring Which includes him And that's the reason he, why he eats his mashed potatoes The same way as his uncle At least I think that answers this question I don't know, all those words just sound really smart Although an individual gene may code for a specific physical trait That gene can exist in different forms Or alleles, one allele for every gene in an organism Is inherited from each of that organism's parents In some cases, both parents provide the same allele of a given gene And the offspring is referred to as a homozygous Homo meaning same for that allele In other cases, each parent provides a different allele of a given gene And the offspring is referred to as a heterozygous Hetero meaning different for that allele Alleles produce phenotypes or physical versions of a trait That are either dominant or recessive The dominant or recessivity Associated with a particular allele Is the result of masking By which a dominant phenotype hides a recessive phenotype By this logic, in heterozygous offspring Only the dominant phenotype will be apparent So I say to do like the Punnett squared Whereas like you take, two, you, take a, uh, you take a four square And you put a big B and a little B And a big B and a little B Going across and going down on the top left is going to be Big B, Big B. Top, top right, Big B, Little B. Bottom left, Big B, Little B. And bottom right, Little B, Little B. So that's going to happen a lot, but it's still going to occur in your family. That's the reason why Aaron eats mashed potatoes the way that his uncle does, but not the way that, you know, his neighbor does. Because even though his mother doesn't do it or his father doesn't do it, it's still running in the family. Um, it is because of these like recessive genes that things like red hair is disappearing. Like have you ever heard that like red hair is going extinct? Although I don't necessarily know how that's possible because they're always going to show up on the on the Punnett squared. But maybe it just kind of regresses after a while, after a while, after a while. But then again, it's like there's always some available, and you know what? There's always redheads. I think Frankie has some red hair. I also heard bananas are going extinct. You know what? I wanted to research that next week. Jason, if you're listening to this in an air check, let's do the, st- the science of bananas disappearing. Aaron, that is it, because that is a dense, weird science right there. Inheritance of traits by offsprings follow predictable rules. So not only is it, yes, that does occur, but it's also predictable. Science can predict that you were going to eat your mashed potatoes a certain way. This is also the second week that we are skipping Danny Bullard's Color Changing Lipstick Weird Science. I promise we're going to talk about that next week. We're also going to talk about one studly turtle and a water blob that is killing things. Oh my god. Stay tuned. By the way, if you ever want to submit anything to Weird Science at Oopsaw Topics, uh, just, uh, let see, what would I say? Follow or DM me on Twitter or Instagram at TheJedger, spelled the way it sounds. Uh, if you are just joining us, you're listening to Oops All Topics with Jason Edgar, broadcast live on ninety nine point one FM WZQC the Q and Water Blob. We'll talk about that next week. Oh, and don't forget on Tuesdays the O and A replay. Tuesdays at four. O and A, O-A-R, I guess. Oops! All replay. Tuesdays at four on ninety nine point one WZQC. All right. Now it's time for our featured discussion Happy birthday to you Mr. Frankie Happy birthday to you And also happy birthday to me It's my it's my one year anniversary Of becoming a dad Oh my If I didn't cry last week Giving up Facebook I don't know about this week I might just be starting bawling After thinking about Frankie so much uh, So what I wanted to do In this featured podcast is Someone cannot give advice if they don't have experience. Opinion plus access equals insight. Remember that, shall we? I would never give advice to dads, even though I grew up in a daycare, because it's if if I grew up in a daycare and saw a kid one or two hours a day, like that dad was going home with that kid or the mom or it doesn't have to just be dads. It can also be new moms out there. But you are not, you, there is just such a difference between being a parent and not being a parent. Um, for starters, like, your whole perception of of reality is just going to change. And I'm going to talk about that later on. But I, wanna, I wanted to kind of give, like, some sort of preamble as to why I'm even talking about this. Um, Frankie was born, and I became a dad. Never done it before. Obviously, no one ever has. It's kind of like something everyone's new to. But, you know, they give you that baby, and they're like, okay, go home, put it in a car seat, safe, bye. And they give you, there is not, there is no, exp- like, advice out there. Um, and I'm hoping that this podcast is the advice that people seek if they go to Apple Podcasts and just type in new dad advice, or if you figure out a way to get it on YouTube, where you can listen to it on 99.1 FM. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the advice that I have received, or that I have kind of, like, learned just by being a dad for the first year. Alright, and this might be a little bit scattershot. And hopefully I'll make this a little bit more entertaining, uh, to where like the people that aren't, you know, dads out there might get something out of it. Alright. I wanna talk about that getting unstuck moment, right? Like and it and it's what I referred to earlier whenever I said that your perception is just gonna change. Folks, before you are a dad, all you worry about is yourself. Now, you might be more of an altruistic person and you help out others and things like that. But for the most part, you schedule yourself to go out and help people. Like, you schedule, and then whenever you're done with that, you just go home and go to sleep. There is no aspect of your life, after you have a child, that that child is an aspect of. Like, if I'm going to go to the library, i got to make sure that either Frankie is taken care of or, or he has to go with me. Um, if I'm going to go on a debate trip, he's got to take him, he's got to be taken care of every single moment of that 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 I'm gone on that debate trip. And you're not ready for that moment if you, if you're not a dad because you're just not. Because I experienced this moment. Um, a little bit of backstory: Jess went into labor last year on Martin Luther King Day, and she was in labor for 33 hours. And within those 33 hours, I had to go to work. And it was, and I and I and I was like, I have to go to work, but I also have to be here. And and I and I call it my stuck moment because it was in that moment where I was like, I could go do this or I can stay here and I could be with my wife and I can see it through. And I was like, This is the moment that things are changing. And so I asked the I asked the nurse. You know, what do I need to do? I work Tuesday and I work Thursday. And she goes, you can work tomorrow, but you've got to be here Thursday. Or maybe it was reversed. She was like, your wife needs you here. You can work on Thursday. Um, now, paid leave and things like that, that is for a whole other discussion. But I work at, I work at Morton College, and, and any college is going to be very, I guess I didn't do much studying, but I'm not tenured yet. And so I wasn't going to get many days off. But since I am a professor, I have a lot of days off already built into my schedule anyways. And so that week, too, I did take Tuesday off because we're having a baby, folks. But I did not go to work that day, not because I didn't want to, but it was because Frankie needed me. And from that moment on, it's just, is he taken care of? Okay, now am I taken care of. And I don't know if first time dads are going to ever have that moment That I remember that moment like it was freaking a year and a day ago And it was So then the baby's born And just a little mechanical advice You've got to make sure that you know how to swaddle your baby Before you take it home Swaddling is whenever you take a blanket And with a newborn And you just wrap them up so so tight Almost like a Chipotle burrito Um And it's so they don't, like, thrash their arms around. And also, it gives them, like, the comfort of, like, they're still in the womb. Uh, It's going to be warm. Um, I mean, well, think to yourself. Like, wouldn't you like to be swaddled? Wouldn't you like to take, like, your nicest blanket and just wrap you up so tight? Oh, that's got to be so sweet. But here's the thing. It is like putting together an origami duck to swaddle a child. Okay? But these nurses, they can literally do it with, like, one hand tied behind their back. Because they do it all the time. So, have them teach you how to swaddle your baby Because once they leave They're not going to give you any more training Learn how to swaddle your baby and It is kind of a sad moment Whenever they stop needing to be swaddled Because they just don't like to be swaddled I know Frankie doesn't Because he's just always thrashing his arms But uh, you got to know how to swaddle I wonder if people that work at Chipotle Are really good at swaddling uh, Your approach to work um, you've got to make sure that the baby's taken care of, obviously. And if it's not taken care of, who's babysitting it? And do you trust that person? Um, I cannot go into a lot of detail about daycare because me and Jess are so blessed to not need a daycare provider. Um, I work Monday nights, a lot of Tuesday, and a lot of Thursday. She doesn't work those days. She works Friday and Saturday. And then she has, like, these meetings with her other with her company. But when, when I'm at work, like, she has to. To be taking care of the child We forgot that this upcoming Saturday I had to teach And it was like damn I mean, That's going to be Jess right there Five hours And let's just say Jess wanted to sit down and watch When Harry met Sally one more time She can do that But she's going to be taking care of Frankie Let's say that she wanted to read a book Jess is big in the reading books right now well, I mean can you take care of Frankie first Because the, the child Especially when it's like one years old And walking around Like, they don't care that it's been a a while since you've read a book. They're not like, oh, I've been such a pain. Let me just sit here in the lotus position while you read your book. (laughs) No. Like, if you're you're just not going to be able to, you're going to be taking care of that child. The best thing that you should do is just incorporate, like, what you want to do into what they're doing. So, like, Frankie's just going to be running around all the time. So, I might as well take him downstairs and, like, load the laundry while he's running around downstairs. Does that make sense? Speaking of chores Get used to this folks Laundry Dishes Bottles And Your animal's poop Okay Those things Will always Be on your to-do list Cause I'm somebody that makes to-do lists all the time Like you I made a to-do list for Thursday And like 4 o'clock was podcast And here I am I just, I just started writing down laundry, dishes, litter, bots, bottles, <laughs> just on my to-do list all the time. I'd, li- I'd write it at the top of my list and the bottom of my list. Because we, I, we use cloth diapers, and I, I actually like cloth diapers. They're better for the environment, and they save money. But we, were doing, we have to do laundry every half day. And I want to do small loads of laundry because I think they're a little bit more approachable. But I'll go home tonight, and I'll start a load of laundry. And you're going to have to switch over the laundry And I know I'm talking about chores right now But remember this is no bad advice If you don't know how to do laundry Learn how to do laundry Because it's always coming Dishes You and your wife are eating Or you and your spouse or whoever's there taking care of the child Are eating and drinking and whatever But also the baby is needing bottles And if you have a breast pump That breast pump I mean there's like 15 different contraptions connected to it And they all need to be cleaned they, they'll tell you so much like you've got to clean all this stuff and clean it so good and you got to dry it that just means your dishes are just going to be constantly needing being done because those are the new dishes and I'm not sure I, I can't attest to a to a uh, to a washing machine like a dishwasher because because we wash all of our dishes by hand but i'm I don't know if they can get all those crevices of bottles. Your animals are not going to stop wanting to go to the bathroom. So, if you got a cat, you know you got to be doing that litter every day, right? If you got a dog, it doesn't that dog doesn't care that you have a newborn. They're not like, "Oh, okay, I won't eat or drink anything. No, they got to go to the bathroom right now and your baby's crying. Walk your dog. Laundry, dishes, litter, bottles. They, it's just a constant thing. That I even mention bottles? You might you might be blessed with uh, having nothing but like uh, you know breast milk, but even then you're going to have to pump every once in a while, and then you're going to have bottles there. You're going to need to supplement with formula, and then once you get to our age where they're trying to wean off of the mom and drinking drinking whole milk, there's going to be sippy cups, and there's going to be more bottles, or there's going to be like a there's going to be like a one two year old bottle, and once again you have dishes, laundry dishes, litter bottles. Does this sound fun, single people? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, When it comes to Frankie I was the person responsible for overnights um, Jess at the beginning Had some had some, um, ho- some hospital procedures That required her to um, Just make sure that her blood pressure was okay And so one way to really make sure your blood pressure Is good is just having strong Night's sleep and so Jess could not Do the overnights and so I did the overnights And, uh, and I'm still doing overnights And I've gotten used to it It's been about a year obviously exactly but it's all about establishing a routine. Okay? It, like, you've got to eat when they eat. You've got to sleep when they sleep. Um, and if you're not tired, if you're not tired while they're sleeping, then you've got to do your chores or you've got to do your reading and most certainly your writing or even playing games. Because when the baby is up, you can't play Settlers of Catan. And you most certainly can't write. I, because I, there's certain aspects of my job that I like writing. I, like, have to write, like, um, Cover letters, or uh, letters of reference, or like writing debate cases, or I'm talking about just you know writing assignments. People have to write. You, it's hard to write whenever you have a kid because when you're writing, you're having to be on a computer with a keyboard, looking at the looking at the computer, and so your eyes, your 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 hands, and your concentration are all on the on the computer, and none of those three things, which you you need all of those things for are with the baby. And I, there's been even times where it'll be like a Saturday afternoon where it was like, hey Jess, can you watch Frankie? And she asked me what I'm doing, and I'm like, I'm just going up to a computer. I just got to sit at a computer and I got to write because it's just so impossible to, to do whenever he's up and around. Um, reading is another thing that might be hard to do, but again, you're just going to have to be able to do it on your own time whenever your spouse is taking care of the child, where it's like you have to before you had a kid, you could just read whenever you wanted to. You could just tell your spouse to leave me alone. But now it's like you need your spouse to take care of the child, so you could do something that's just like for your own leisure. Uh, Jess sees this whenever she goes to the gym. If Jess wants to go to the gym, that means I'm going to spend forty five minutes doing nothing but being on Frankie Watch. So there, there does have to be some sacrifice. And I mean, I, I really, I can, I have to, I, I would complain about, about. Jess going to the gym. Like I want Jess to go to the gym, but if she goes to the gym, that means I got to be a you know super dad for an hour. So because of that, me and Jess both think that you should get into podcasts, not hosting your own, but <laughs> but uh, but listening to them, listening to podcasts, listening to books on tape, listening to Audible, because you can. There's one thing you can do while babysitting a child, and that is listening to things. I actually don't think it's a bad idea for the kid to be listening to what you're listening to as well. Like though like Frankie probably knows the the theme music to Pod Save America and you know the Joe Rogan Experience and things like that and he's hearing words and so I think that that's a benefit. He doesn't know what they mean, but he's hearing people talk and I think that's important. And also like you can just put your phone in your back pocket and as long as it's playing, you can kind of hear it. But also, think about a podcast. You can dip in and out of it. You probably dipped out of weird science, but you're back into the feature, Or you dipped out of the beginning of the feature. but you know it's, you know what it is. So you're coming right back into it. That's what having a kid's all about. Like, maybe you're listening to this podcast while changing a diaper. That's totally fine. Podcasts are great. Here's the problem, though. If you have headphones like, that are connected to your phone, that kid's probably going to want to grab them. Frankie loves grabbing my earbuds. And nothing takes me more out of a podcast Than him just grabbing my headphone And just yanking it out of my ear He does that a lot too Like if you're wearing sunglasses Oh, not anymore, he'll just take them off Okay, some practical advice I came up with three things Uh, The first thing, you need to make sure That you're carrying the car seat correctly Now, when you're, you're Just standing normal and you have the the, 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 uh, the car seat to your side Let's say to your right You want to snake your hand into the car seat And then pull up like that I swear to you, it makes it four-fifths lighter Look it up Best way to carry a car seat There's a function where you, if you go in inside And then grab it from around You can lift it up almost like like Hulk strength It's kind of like a shoulder cart for you uh, but it most certainly works. It's hard to show like in an audio format, but I'm sure if you YouTube the video, how to carry a car seat correctly, you're going to be able to see it. Another thing is coupons. Make sure you're getting coupons for Infamil or Infagrow, or if you work it, if you ever go to Walgreens, get those Walgreens cards because they will give you coupons to work it use in store. They'll give you some really good ones for formula Or they'll give you ones that if you spend $20 in the store they'll give you $5 off Your next purchase If you go in there and you buy formula That's just like a $5 coupon for formula I've never Paid full price for formula Because there's always like these, industri- uh, these Industry coupons or manufacturer's coupons And I don't care If the Walgreens person Who's checking me out, checking, me out checking out my groceries Hates using those You still do it because I need this $10 coupon They're always like Oh I hate using these I go Run it like a check Just like it says on the coupon And I'm not a coupon cutter either. I'm not going to cut a coupon That saves me 30 cents On a on a can of food But I will do a $10 one $10 on an $18 one That's like That's like saving 10 bucks Literally And sleep when they sleep If you are the one That's, that's having to do the overnights Or you are just exhausted Sleep when they sleep There's Zero sleep happening when they're up For starters you might be taking care of them So if you're, I mean what are you going to be a bad parent And just sleep while you're taking care of them But two let's just say Jess is watching the baby while I'm sleeping He's running now She takes her eye off him for two seconds He's sprinting to my room And boom on the door Where I'm trying to sleep When he's sleeping I know he's not going to be able to be a holy terror In the room where I'm sleeping So sleep when they sleep I know the beginning is really hard because they do nothing. I remember this on an episode of House when uh, Dr. Cuddy had a kid. She didn't have a kid. I think she like adopted one, but they literally do the following: they eat, they sleep, and they poop. They don't smile. They don't laugh. They don't. They don't hug you. They don't love you. They just. They kind of just sit there and they are just poop machines. But I'm here to tell you. Oh, and they also, and because they're crying and because they they're done. They don't. They can't sleep for, for like three hours at a time. They'll wake you up as well So I'm here to tell you that it does get better My friend Nathan told me um, That it takes about 8 or 9 months But they'll start to kind of develop a little personality They'll start reacting to you Obviously they start smiling You think they're never going to smile And then all they ever do is smile You think they, they're they never going to laugh And they they'd start laughing and then that's all they ever do you, You'll find their tickle spots And you'll make them just chuckle so hard I promise you um, Responding is so much fun like just seeing him kind of like play little tricks on me, like I could just set like a like Indian style on the uh, in the lotus I'm sorry in the lotus position on the floor, and he'll just come up from behind me and just attack me. And I know he's like trying to play a little game with me, like hide and seek almost. It's so cute and so fun. And their sleep will get better too. And here's another thing: once there there will be a time where your pediatrician will tell you if they need an overnight feeding, just throw that bottle in the crib. You don't have to get them out and. Rocking them to sleep and sing him seven lullabies All they want is Is, is the formula or the milk So you, you throw the bottle in there and you go back to sleep Going back to being not it Like you're unstuck Or getting unstuck from your previous life Doctor visits go right into that The first thing you're going to notice About doctor visits is that they are not They are a not you chore What that means is Is that um you have to do this thing, and, and nothing concerns you except, I mean, if you're not self, you know, loving like I am. When you go to a doctor visit for your child, it's just kind of like you're just you're just the bus driver. You're just taking you're, you're their chauffeur. You're taking them to the pediatrician. And Sure, the pediatrician is talking to you, but there is something really weird about a chore that you have to do that doesn't necessarily concern you directly. Of course, it's your child. Of course, you're a family, and you're taking care of your child who couldn't go to the pediatrician on their own. But still, I can only envision that that's how it's going to be whenever we go to soccer practice. It's like Frankie has soccer practice, but I have to take him there. So what do I do during soccer practice? What do I do during the pediatrician visit? It's a not-you chore. But you know what? You need to go to those doctor visits because if you're not taking care of your child, if you're not, taking, if you're not looking, if you're not learning like their, their habits and stuff, they could get seriously sick, right? Like Frankie was this close, a really tiny amount, to being put in the hospital for RSV I talked about it a couple of weeks ago The reason he didn't get RSV Or the reason he it, we stopped it when he did Was because we were just so in tune with him And something just simply not being right And we having to Go in there And the same thing goes with vaccines The pediatrician has the schedule of vaccines Folks, come on Do the scheduled vaccinations okay? It's not so much That you do the vaccinations That does not make you a good parent Only You've also got to schedule them correctly You're worried about the scheduling That means you're worried about one bit of misinformation Out there in the world Sure, maybe one guy out there said You misscheduled, you're going to diagnose your child with autism It doesn't work that way The pediatricians will tell you They need this, this, and this on this date And you should do it Unless you're a pediatrician yourself And you realize that they are a bad pediatrician So far so good with the pediatrician I'm like the opposite of an anti-vaxxer I'm like a pro-vaxxer I only have about like 45 seconds left Maybe I won't have a, a song today Because I want to go the entire time um, I would say to make sure that your child Isn't facing the television um, it's, it's obvious that they probably Shouldn't be watching television at this age Or maybe even like in the first couple of years. But the research has been has been kind of reversed as far as like screen time is concerned because maybe the screen is what's interacting with your kid. And so if they if they do have an iPad, sure you don't want to be playing Disney Plus all the time. But there are going to be certain interactive games that can teach them math and science and reading and social studies and things like that. So we shouldn't just say, oh, every bit of screen time is bad screen time. There's good screen time and there's bad screen time, so you need to figure out which screen time works best for you. Okay, they are watching you, by the way. And the reason, and the way that I know this is because they understand, or Frankie understands how important my cell phone is. Right, uh, he knows that um, he knows how I eat. He knows how. Uh, he knows that like, I watch television And there's something, something to that um, And all the other maybe bad habits That you do in front of your child They are watching you and that's how they get it And how do I know that? Because I know he watches me He looks at my cell phone and he interacts with it I know for a fact he doesn't know what he's actually doing But the simple fact that he knows That he's supposed to take this thing And kind of interact with it Is almost very alarming He's already wanting to watch television, so i got to turn him away from it. But the good thing is they, they, they learn how to eat from you. That's the reason why you should eat with your child, because they see you putting the, the spoon in your mouth, putting the fork in your mouth, and taking it back down. That teaches them how to eat. There's a couple products I wanted to talk about from uh, in the first year. Uh, there's this thing called a banana toothbrush You should get it It's like a plastic toothbrush And it teaches them how to, how to brush their teeth It's super soft and flexible and plasticky And it's just it's just fantastic I love it Banana toothbrush I've already talked about cloth diapers You should do cloth diapers They're a little bit more disgusting to clean Because you do have to do laundry And you are kind of scooping out your own kid's poop But come on, deal with it But it saves you money And it saves the environment What could go wrong? Give me two more disadvantages I don't think they're going to be any bigger than my two advantages and then as far as, like, whenever they start taking on treats, I just, I'm a big fan of just those little puffs. Uh, they essentially kind of taste like almost like Lucky Charms without all the sugar. But, they, but Frankie loves them. He takes a handful, puts them in his mouth. They're delicious. He loves them. I think the last thing I would do simply is just uh, simply don't overdo it on social media. Um, I think your friends uh, might get kind of, like, tired like, of, like, all your pictures and things like that. Like, I seriously have, like, family members that post, like, 20 pictures every three days of their kids. And it's, like... How many photo shoots do you go on? And I knew this going in We didn't disclose the, the sex of our baby uh, And we didn't And we didn't like uh, and We haven't put like a lot of pictures on Facebook Just because like We wanted to designate that for one day Like Frankie Friday and that's what we do And really folks that's the end of my podcast uh, I get, With like 10 seconds left I'm going to tell you to uh, subscribe and review On Apple Podcast and be sure to Lose your fear and find your voice Take care